in Seattle, Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to RodandDonsitDown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 680 of the Ron and Don Show, and we are live in the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, uh, coming up, we got a, we got a new home uh, that is part of Ron and Don Real Estate. That has come online this morning, and we can't t- wait to tell you about it. It's in our spotlight, and this home is in Edmonds, Washington. And it is magnificent. We cannot wait to tell you uh, about this home. Also, yeah, should you still have to marry someone? Uh, and this is a good Reddit question. If right before you were going to get married, uh, they lost a leg and an ear, should you still have to marry that person? I have some strong feelings about this, so I can't wait to get to that. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. <laughs> Geno Smith in the Pro Bowl over to Ron. What'd you think of Geno playing flag football this year? Um, I do th- this this <laughs> new iteration. You know the Pro Bowl. I'm not going to wax poetic about the way the Pro Bowl used to be. I've never been a Pro Bowl guy. I I think honoring the best players, I've always been on board with that, of saying, especially if it's voted on by their peers, I I don't like fan vote-in stuff, even with Major League Baseball has a fan vote-in component. I think if your peers vote on you and they say you are the best tight end, you're the best lineman, you're the best quarterback, you're the best center, um, I I think they should be honored, get some sort of little trophy or a bonus or whatever they get. The game was never... It, it, the exhibition of it, I never watched it even back in the day. And this new iteration of it is really, it's its not for me. And it does the skills stuff. The, I, I think what the NFL did is they looked at the, the hockey. Um, the NHL hockey does a skills competition. And it's actually pretty good because you're seeing guys demonstrate their skating skills. And so they do some very specific skills that sort of are, are, are entertaining. It's a little bit like figure skating. It's a little bit about precision and power. It's a, and you watch them and you're like, wow, I, I couldn't do that. And uh, it, it's interesting. So I think they saw that and they're like, we don't want to get anybody hurt because these contracts are so big now. And you have, uh, we all remember the old Pete Rose thing where he injured a uh, catcher, Hunter, Hunter something uh, way back in a all-star game. Where, Catfish Hunter? And no, it was a it was a it was a catcher, but Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Yeah, he um, ran into him to score a run in the in the All Star game and injured another player. And so I think the they're like, hey, if we have these guys with hundreds of millions of dollars in contracts, uh, we don't we don't want running a full play or full game. So now we do all these skills. I, I watched a little bit of it. I watched Geno throw at the targets. Like it's, Did you watch them throw the interceptions in the Pro Bowl I game? I didn't watch the, the flag football part. <laughs> like, oh, that kind of looks like our 2023 season. When, when I, I was watching the linemen <laughs> try to open a window and go through the – it was like, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> like, what what are we actually doing here? <laughs> and then you have guys getting this – pushing the sled. and it yeah. was, It's not for me. If, if people that, like the, it – The players said that they actually like it. Let, let me tell you the good thing about the Pro Bowl is – 
they're out there playing flag football. NFL has a big push right now to get kids to play any kind of football because kids stop playing football uh, because of CTE. So the NFL has found their way back into our hearts and lives by creating these NFL flag teams. My son plays on one of them and he loves it. The gear that the kids get to wear. And, and I hate it that we have all this cowboy gear in my house. Now I even work for the Cowboys. And I just, I never liked the Cowboys, even as in someone doing the games with Drew Pearson and Charlie Waters. I just not like the Cowboys. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I, they have some really cool gear that you could buy that the NFL is lining their pockets with, of course. And then they get a lot of free labor from moms and dads out there. But I do think the cool thing is, and they're pushing it, and I like to see more of it. It it is really cool to see girls out there playing the game of flag football, and for some of them playing at a very high level. Uh, and they had some women come out, some young ladies come out and play flag football uh, during the Pro Bowl, and I thought that that was really really cool because again they're they're struggling. And 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 the big issue with the Pro Bowl is a number of years ago. Uh, it only takes eight pounds of pressure to blow out the side of your knee. And these guys were pretending to play with pads on. It was, it was a running, I think it was a running back whose career was completely destroyed, uh, in the pro bowl. And guys just looked at that and they went, yeah, we're not, we're not going to really block each other. And now if you didn't watch the game, like Jason Kelsey, after he snaps the ball, he just goes down to one knee. Uh, those guys do not want to get hurt. So. Right. And I, I saw Jason talk about that. Where he's like, I love this format. Yeah, that's what he he's, said. He's like, because like back in the day, you, I'd be, just been struggling to get to the end of the season. I was all banged up and trying to heal up. And I was like, I don't want to go lean on a guy in Hawaii. Right. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. So anyway, I think, I, I think it was good in the sense that it was good for uh, girls flag football. We're going to see flag football now in the Olympics. And I think there's, a, there's an avenue there for... Uh, girls and for young boys that are like, Hey man, I don't want to go out and get a brain injury, but I sure, sure like playing the game of football. I'm sure. All these athletes in Croatia are like, I'm going to play flag football, <laughs> U S flag football for my Olympic team. Yeah. They'll probably end up being pretty good. We'll see you in a moment. Hey, you guys spring is about to sprung. No, the spring sprung. Did it spring sprang did anyway, guess what? The founder's day sale is going on at Les Schwab now through March 2nd. That means spring is right around the corner. Days are getting longer. You're going to be traveling, and that's why you should stop by the Founders Day Sale Celebration. Right? Yeah, right now you can save up to $150 when you buy a set of four select tires. If you've been slip sliding around or maybe you got studs on your tires, you need to get those off. Go to Les Schwab right now during the Founders Day Sale. They've been in our community for 70 years, a business you can trust. They've always been doing the right thing. That's why Don and I have partnered with them for over 10 years here on the Ron and Don Show. Go to the Founders Celebration Sale right now at your local Les Schwab. Save up to 150 bucks when you buy a set of four select tires. Les Schwab, they've been doing the right thing since 1952. Hey, it's Ron here for Ron and Don Real Estate. You know, in our effort to sell the sound, that's what we do. Don and I sell the sound. I was down in Kent uh, meeting with a woman that has a beautiful mid-century house. And I'm walking around the house, and I was like, why do you want to sell this house? It's got a pool. It's mid-century all the way around. It's a really rad house. And she said to me, you know what? I miss my family. I want to go back and be closer to my mom and dad. They're getting older. I want to be able to hang out with my brother. I just want to have that uh, community that I had for so long until I came down and I bought this house. I said, you know what? I get it. 
I totally get that. Life is more than about just having a cool house. So for her, it makes sense to sell this house and move back closer to family. So if you're in a situation like that where you know you're just not in the right place right now, let's get rid of that house, get you closer to your dream. Maybe you want to move it out of state. Maybe you want to move back closer to family. Maybe you need to downsize or right size. Uh, whatever the circumstance is, Don and I are here for you. Why? Because we sell the sound. Doesn't matter if it's in Kent or up in Everett or on the east side or over Magnolia. We sell the sound. Reach out to me, Ron at ronanddon.com, or our website has a lot more information. That's ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Let's take a moment and talk about a house up in Edmonds, a house that is on today. Uh, that we are selling that is in uh, and Ron brought a spotlight into the studio which when, when we talked about taking the home of the week and putting it in a spotlight you weren't you weren't kidding. This is really, I have sunglasses on right now. The spotlight is. We can do a lot with LEDs now. They're not as hot as they used to yeah, be. So, so I like so, that. So, so anyway, we, we have a home up in Edmonds. You can go to ronanddon.com right now or one of our social feeds if you want to check it out. Uh, but this has been quite a journey, this house up in Edmonds, hasn't it? Yeah, and I, um, I, I love, we've had a couple of occasions, more than a couple, where um, we put a house on the market or we were representing the buyers and both sides of the transaction were in the Ron and Don Nation. I, I would love nothing more than to sell this house to someone that's a, a listener of this podcast and in the Ron and Don Nation. So, yeah, it's up in Edmonds, um, and it has not been on the market for... Uh, decades. And I think the thing that I love most about this house is the owners of the house and the story of this house. Th this was the house in a neighborhood. And I, I didn't have this growing up. And I don't know if you had this growing up, Don, where it was a, there was one house in the neighborhood where the kids would always bring their friends over and you could get, you know, warm cookies on the kitchen island. You could hang out in the game room downstairs and, you know, play Nintendo or, or play Xbox, um, have fun with your friends. And it was sort of the, the heart of the neighborhood and the heart of, uh, friends and of the friend group. And that, that's what this house was. And so this family now has decided, and they just did their, their last, uh, you know, Christmas and holiday season there and said, said goodbye to this house that it's time. Uh, all the kids are out of, out of school and are getting married and starting to build their own families. And so they're like, Hey, we're going to now, sell this house and do what we talked about earlier, where it's like, we've got a lot of good, healthy years in front of us. And we want to, uh, you know, live those years and go after some new dreams. And so part of that is taking the tremendous equity that we've built up in this house over the years and cashing in on that and using that money to have new adventures and have new things that we're going to do. So the house itself is fantastic, but the story of this house and passing it on to hopefully a new family that wants to live in Edmonds and wants to be near the water and wants to, you know, be able to go down to the bowl of Edmonds and, and have a life up there. Uh, that that's a, a really exciting proposition to me. Yeah. So the address is seven, seven, zero eight, 173rd street, Southwest in Edmonds. That's 7708-173rd Street, uh, Southwest in Edmonds. And uh, this home is going on today. 
Ron and I will be out there Friday night. We're going to do an open house, and then we'll be back out this Saturday and Sunday, right? Saturday and Sunday doing open houses as well, and um, I can't wait to meet the neighbors, meet the people that come in there. This is a really special one. There's not a lot of inventory that happens in this neighborhood, Uh, just not a lot of transactions. People that live there love to live there, and they rarely, if ever, sell. Yeah, it's, it's off Talbot Road. I already have people ask me about this house. It is four bedrooms, and you guys, this house has been taken care of in a very meticulous fashion. Very, In fact, our cleaners went in there, and we do a deep clean, and, and they had a hard time finding anything to clean because the folks that took care of this house have, have just taken care of it. And, in fact, we're going to take uh, all the work that's been done to the house. You put that in a binder, and then also we have an inspection report on this house. We have the sewer inspected. Uh, this is one of the cleanest houses I think that, that we've ever had the opportunity to sell. Usually when people hand us the keys, there's a lot of work to do. And in this case, we did some of the work, but the couple that lives there, they wanted to honor the house in the neighborhood. They've done a lot of the work and they self-performed themselves. They've done an incredible, they've done an incredible job. And and I really think they're going to be rewarded for that. I I think if you are a buyer uh, and you walk into this, this house, uh, you're going to go, wow. Like a, I want to live in this neighborhood B, the proximity to the Bowl of Edmonds and to the water is phenomenal. And then C, this is just, it, it has a feel to it. It has a vibe to it. There are times when you go into a house where it's like, ooh, this one feels right. Yeah. And it feels good. And w- whether you call that feng shui or vibes or whatever, um, this one has that in spades. Yeah. 7708 173rd Street Southwest in Edmonds. Come see us Friday night, Saturday, or Sunday. You can go to ronanddon.com to find out more. Uh, the yard here is spectacular, sitting out on the back deck, looking at the gardens. It has a state-of-the-art hot tub that, Ron, you've been in and has different speeds and bubbles. and Lights. It's got the LEDs and the, yeah. uh, all that stuff. Fire pits in the backyard. This, this, is, this is really a great house in the Talbot neighborhood. So anyway, come by, see us. Uh, this one, I'm telling you right now, is not going to last very long because someone's going to see this house and go... Yeah, I got to own this house right now. These, these houses don't come along like this. This is a very, very special house with a very special family that's lived in it. And when you walk in it, you can feel the great vibes, right? You can feel just such, such great vibes. So anyway, uh, ronadon.com for more. If you want to sit down with us, this all started with a sit down about a year ago. Just go to ronadonsitdown.com today. And the next thing you're, yeah, your house is going to be in the spotlight and Ron and I are going to come and do the open houses. We'll be, we'll be out there Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Okay. See you in a minute. Hey, it's Ron and Don here with Mitch Weeks. You know him better as Mitch.loans. Mitch, you have a really cool new product for investors. I think it's kind of the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah, so we have a great new investor cash flow program. And what this is, is we take the house you are buying and we inspect it, not you, the borrower. And so what we do is we look at the house and we say, will it cash flow? If you put 20% down, will it make more money than it's going to cost you to keep paying off your mortgage? And if it does, it's yours. It doesn't matter what you make on your own. It doesn't matter all these other things that we usually have to document. They don't matter. They're gone. It's just, does this house make sense? And if it does, you can buy it. All right. So you can go up to four doors, up to four units on this. And uh, 
John and I have never heard of a product like this. It's pretty exciting if you've been wanting to get into the investment game. So go to Mitch.loans right now. Set up a time to talk to Mitch. See if you qualify for this new program. That's Mitch.loans. Are you guys welcome back? <clears throat> Excuse me, the Ron and Don show. Something I've seen my son doing and, and Ron's been doing, I used to do, and I don't I don't do this anymore. And there was just an article I read about uh, collecting watches, right? And back in the day, I can remember uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, going to Winrock and buying my first uh, big purchase, was which was a $900 Movado. Right? I remember that watch. That was a decent watch. Yeah, and I didn't have $900, so I said, you know what? I got I just got this really cool thing in the mail called a credit card. Right. So I'm going to use this credit card, and voila, I'm going to have a Movado watch. That was me with the Bon Marche and a stereo. <laughs> Little did I know with interest that it would take me decades to pay that watch off. No, uh, I learned all of the, the watch was the best thing I ever bought because it taught me all about the things that they didn't teach me in school that I didn't know. Uh, and all of a sudden you have to start learning about credit scores and, and debt and interest payments and all that stuff. So that's how I learned. And then over the years, I collected some different watches, uh, but, but I, I, I have a watch that, that I wear now. It's, it's a very expensive watch, but I use it and, and, you know, before this, I think I had a, a some kind of diving watch, and then I had an Apple Watch that was connected to my phone. That's too much when your when your watch is going off all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't wear my Apple so, Watch. So, so th the watch that I have now gives me a lot of health data that I appreciate, and then if I'm running or doing s stuff, and just it measures your sleep, it does all kinds of cool stuff. So, so that I'm a so it's a very it's very functional. It's called a Garmin, right? And there's a lot of people that are outdoor enthusiasts that use Garmins. This is able to call in a helicopter if I get. Uh, uh, lost out in the woods somewhere uh it'll backtrack for you it'll give you a map to get out do all kinds of cool stuff so so anyway they they say in this age of us all having garments now like i have where you have technology tied to your arm or with the apple watch that there's this kind of movement where some people are going back and and they're interested in some of the old timepieces even though people may see telling time with an old timepiece is being antiquated. Uh, my son really likes it. I see him. Oh, good. I should, maybe I should get him a watch. So, yeah, I, I fell into this. Oh, you gave him a watch? No, I said I, I will look into getting him a watch. I've seen some watches that I almost bought for your son, but I was like, I don't know if he's if he's into watches or not. Yeah. But, um... What, what, what is it, though? Because you're, you're kind of in that... I, I, I used to be a watch guy. Now I just have this one watch that I wear all the time. But, but you, you, you've kind of gotten into this, this collection as well. Well, right? I don't know if, you're a, if you have the collector gene. Um, you don't seem to collect... Yeah, I don't remember you collecting... I mean, you have a, a lot of bikes, and you well, maybe will have... You're, you're, I don't think you're a collector type of person, necessarily. No. Uh, the thing that did it for me is, like, I've always liked mechanical things. Um, I like to know how things work. Uh, I like to build things. And so the thing that uh, got me into... And I had some watches back in the day, and I've kind of always liked the look of them, but I really recently have gotten into them just with an appreciation of the mechanical nature of things where you can have a, one of the things that got me into it was Paul Newman's Rolex Daytona. 
I read a story about this a couple of years ago. He had this famous watch. It's called a Rolex Daytona because um, it was it's used. It was used back in the day before you had uh, like laser stopwatches and all that stuff. You could get the speed of a race car on this watch. It's called a tachometer and it goes around the outside rim. And so Paul Newman was an avid race car driver. And so he got this watch. It was considered the most accurate, one of the most accurate watches at the time that had this feature on it. And he wore it when he raced at Daytona. And so it became known as the Paul Newman Rolex Daytona. Oh, wow. And so when people saw him wear this watch, um, it's a it's got three little subdials on it, a little stopwatch feature. And you could tell you pick a, a point on the racetrack where the car goes by and you hit the stopwatch and then it goes a quarter mile. You hit the stopwatch again and you look at where the arm is and it'll say, oh, that was going 240 miles an hour. It has that built into the watch. So people love Paul Newman. They saw him wearing this watch, and so a lot of people got that's a very, very famous watch. So I knew of that brand. I knew that watch, and I knew that Paul Newman raced race cars, and then his family put the watch up for auction, and they said, we're going to take the Paul Newman watch. So now it's known as the Paul Newman. And Adam Carolla bought it, I bet, because no, he, he owns all his race cars. He did not buy it. Have you ever seen all the race cars he I, owns? I have seen he some owned, of the, he owns. He owns a garage full of Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman cars. had a lot of race cars. This one watch went for $16 million. Wow. Uh, and that I remember, I'd rather have the race car. <laughs> I remember reading that article and yeah. going, Oh, I really like that watch. Uh, and that's a cool looking watch. Then when I was in China, in Shanghai, I saw a, I didn't know it at the time. I thought it was a replica, but it's really just a fake Rolex. But so I saw this, this Rolex Daytona. It was kind of the Paul Newman dial. And so I bought it in China and I brought it home and I wore it a couple times. And I, something in the back of my head was like, ah, this isn't really a Daytona. And so if somebody sees me and thinks that I'm wearing a $60,000 watch when I really bought it in Shanghai, and, it, and it's a very good replica watch. It, it's very good replica, but it nagged me. I was like, ah, I, I felt fraudulent. It was like, I didn't, this, this is a fake Rolex. It's not real. It's not really a Daytona. So I've taken that watch. I've put it away, but it sparked in me. It's like, okay, I want to buy a, a mechanical watch. No batteries. It runs on a spring. Um, I have a watch on right now that is an automatic watch that I could take this off and show you through the glass in the back. You can see the spring moving, and it automatically winds as you move your wrist and never needs a battery. And if I take care of this watch, it'll last 100 years. And so you don't have the thing where you've got a battery a little piece of plastic junk that then, you know, you just throw away and buy a new one. Um, and once you start getting into it, you, there's lots of brands and lots of history and, you know, it goes back, you know, hundreds of years. And so what I did then is my first real, what I call big boy watch, Rolex has a sister brand that's called Tudor. And so Tudor uses a lot of the same design vernacular as Rolex. It used to use a lot of same Rolex parts. It's a Rolex starter brand, if you will. They call it the poor man's Rolex, but it's kind of its own thing now. So I bought a Tudor chronograph uh, that, you know, similar to the Paul Newman. Now, it's not exact, but it's got some of the same features to it. And so that's my first real watch, but it's it's maybe, you know, a tenth 
or less of the price. So someday I want to get a, I have my eyes on a couple watches that are, would be significant for me. And the thing I like about it, when you get into watches and you listen to like, say Kevin Hart, well, is a huge watch guy, and I think he is a, a, a uh, an endorser for Audemars Piguet right now. But he talks about when he closes a movie each time, he gets himself a watch. And so he, when he wears that watch, he remembers the movie. Or when he does a stand-up tour, let's say, and he tapes a special, he gets himself a watch. So for these big, or he has a child, he gets himself a watch. So for the big monuments in his life, he marks it with that watch. And so when he wears that watch, he thinks about, oh, I remember when I did that movie. I remember this is the watch I bought when my, my first Netflix special happened. And so he does that. Ed Sheeran is one of the greatest watch collectors in the world, him and John Mayer. They, they, it's insane the amount of money they spent on watches, but he actually, for each tour, he goes out and he gets a new watch made. And for his last tour on his, for his crew, he approached Tudor and he said, Hey, Tudor, um, can, I want to make a hundred watches. We're going to put the name of my tour on the dial. So it'll say Tudor on the top and the Ed Sheeran, the name of the tour on the, on the bottom. And he gave them out. They were probably $6,000 watches. Then he gave them out to all of the crew. And so, uh, and sometimes people have to sell them and you'll see them on the secondary market and they'll go for thirty, $40,000 because it's an Ed Sheeran one of 100 watch. And um, so anyways, it's, it's a cool hobby. There's a lot to learn. Um, John Mayer now has a, a, a Rolex that people call the John Mayer. So you, have the, you can go buy the Paul Newman, you can buy the John Mayer. Um, and it's just, it's a fun hobby and it's also great great to learn how these genius engineers figured out how to make an accurate watch that has no battery in it. Yeah. It's a maybe 200 year old technology. Yeah. You want to buy a, a Movado for 1900 bucks? I'm out on the Movado, <laughs> not my brand. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, dead people give me their watches, and their watches don't work. And I'm not going to say who. Well, depending on the but, watch, but I don't, I talk don't. to me first before you get, get rid of it. It, <laughs> it, it. it might be worth some. Sometimes people don't know what they have, and like, I, yeah. it's it's interesting. I think I, I think I know what I have. <laughs> if it's a, hey man, there's some cool like Timexes from World War II era that I would pay to get restored. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an expensive watch as long as it's a cool watch. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. We appreciate you. Don't forget, um, we have a new listing. We're going to talk more about that listing on our Friday show where we talk real estate only, okay? We have a new listing up in Edmonds that we can't wait to tell you about. We do sell the sound. So if you're in Edmonds or we just did a sit-down down in Federal Way in Tacoma uh, here in Seattle, yeah, we'd love to sit down with you. In fact, we just sat down in Magnolia not too long ago. We are here to help. So we sell the sound. Ron and Don, sitdown.com. If you're thinking about investing or buying, uh, we have a lot of people that move here out of state. In fact, we have a California buyer right now that we wrote a all cash offer on the other day. And uh, we'll tell you more about that uh, in our Friday show. All right, head up, shoulders back. You've been listening to the Ron and Don show only on the Ron and Don radio note. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Thank <laughs> you.